Nothing but old 45s. Welcome to a special edition of Nothing But Old 45s. I'm calling British Invasion Part 2. Now, while producing the first British Invasion special a while back, I discovered there were a lot more British groups and artists that we heard on our favorite radio stations back then than we suspected. Now, on part two of the British Invasion, you'll hear a lot of bands and individual artists from the 60s and 70s that you may have forgotten. Well, at least until now. And all the records you hear will be hits in the United States. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, let's get going. Let's get to work. Okay, I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say yeah, yeah. 
That's what I say. I say yeah, yeah. We'll play a melody and turn the lights down low, so the night can see. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. We gotta do that. And there'll be no one else alive in all the world except you and me. Never need you to throw, it's hard to tell you Because I'm trembling so But pretty baby, I want you off of my own I'm ready to leave those others alone No need to ask me if everything is okay I got my answer, the only thing I can say I say yeah, yeah That's what I say, I say yeah, yeah That's what I say yeah. We'll play a melody and turn the lights down low So the knock and see We gotta do that, we gotta do that That's Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames with Yeah Yeah, a song that landed Number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the United States for the British singer in 1965. Bet you didn't remember that song until you heard it. Georgie Fame's follow-up hit in the United States was a much bigger hit for him, The Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde, in 1968. I opened the set with the Trogs and their number one hit in the United States in 1966, Wild Thing. The British group was originally called the Troglodytes, but changed their name to the Trogs just before they hit the charts in the U.S. Now, you may remember Wild Thing from the 1989 baseball movie Major League, but I'll bet you didn't remember the same song was used in the 1994 Disney hockey movie D2, The Mighty Ducks Return. Nothing but old 45s. 45.
Cause he gets up in the morning And he goes to work at nine And he comes back home at 5.30 Gets the same train every time Cause his world is built on punctuality It never fails And he's all so good And he's all so fine And he's all so healthy In his body and his mind Man about town Doing the best thing So
Number 13 hit from 1965, A Well-Respected Man. The Kinks rode in on the first wave of the British invasion back in 1964 and racked up nine hit records in the United States between 1964 and 1970. The British group bounced back on the U.S. charts again in 1983 with a number six hit, Come Dancing. Now, some music historians say the Kinks should be considered one of the most influential rock bands of the 60s. Out with the set with the Animals and their very first hit record in the United States, The House of the Rising Sun. It landed at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1964 for three solid weeks, even with all those Beatles records being played on radio. The Animals, led by Eric Burden, produced 14 top 40 hits in the United States between 1964 and 1968. I hope you're enjoying this British Invasion Part 2 special of Nothing But Old 45s. Now, there was more than just a musical British Invasion going on. WTBR. Hit it, boys! Motion pictures and TV shows from the UK were also part of the British Invasion. A new wave of British actors, such as Sean Connery, Michael Caine, and Peter O'Toole, took the box office by storm. Do you remember the mod fashion blitz that took place in the mid-1960s? It was a fashion movement that was youth-oriented and youth-driven. Now, remember a supermodel by the name of Twiggy? Well, Twiggy was known for her thin build, long eyelashes, and short hair. The British invasion also has been blamed for the end of the popularity of the folk music revival of the early 1960s. Plus, teen idols such as Ricky Nelson and pre-Motown girl groups. On television, shows such as Sing Along with Mitch and Hootenanny were replaced by shows like Shindig and Hullabaloo that featured British hits. Okay, enough of that educational stuff. Let's kick off the next set with a song that many people, including disc jockeys, thought was just plain annoying.
around girl like it used to be with me Ooh, it makes me want to die She's chosen him and simply let them be. They had in the United States in 1965, Here Comes the Night. The group was actually from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and included the vocal talents of a guy who would become a giant solo artist a few years later, Van Morrison. I opened the set with a song that many people and even DJs found just plain annoying. Ian Whitcomb's one and only hit in the United States, You Turned Me On. Annoying or not, the song landed at a solid number eight in the United States in 1965. Ian Whitcomb also wrote several books which became popular in the UK and the United States. Join us up on Facebook. Just search for nothing but old 45s. Tobago 
save some money, get rich and old. Bring it back to tobacco road. folk song, huh? Well, in a way it is, and I'll explain that later. Those were the Springfields and Silver Threads and Golden Needles, a number 20 hit for them in the United States in the fall of 1962. It was actually a predecessor to the actual British invasion, which began with the Beatles in 1964. The British group featured a talented singer by the name of Dusty Springfield, who would go on to have solo hits of her own for the next 20 years. And by the way, Silver Threads and Golden Needles was a country-western hit record for Wanda Jackson way back in 1956. I'll be the set with the Nashville Teens and their one and only hit record in the United States, Tobacco Road. 
The song landed at a solid number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1964 for the British group. But that was it for them in the U.S. However, they had many more hits in the U.K. When the record was released, DJs all over the country actually thought they were an American group. Nope. British all the way. Well, I have time for one more British Invasion hit record before the break, so let's listen to the Yardbirds. Sideways Down from the Yardbirds, a number 13 hit for them in the United States in the summer of 1966. The Yardbirds formed in London back in 1963 and had six hit records in the U.S. Now, the band is also credited with launching the careers of several lead guitarists, such as Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck, by the way, played both lead guitar and bass guitar on the song you just heard. <laughs> the things you learn around here, huh? Well, we're up against the break. On the other side of the break, part two of the British Invasion, part two. You're going to love what I've got coming up next. Stick around. We'll be right back. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> when lights are round table, we dance where we're able. We do routines to call the scenes, we put work in bed cable. We dine well here in Camelot, we eat ham and jam and spam 
We're knights of the round table. Our shows are for the table. So many times we give and rhymes that are quite unsingable. We're all combating together. We sing from the diaphragm To push the pram a lot. I bet you they won't play this song on the radio. I bet you they won't play this new song. It's not that it's or controversial, just that the ing words are awfully strong. You can't say on the radio or. Or, you can't even say I'd like to you someday unless you're a doctor with a very large. So I bet you they won't play this song on the radio. I bet you they dare in well program it. I bet you they're in old program directors will think it's a load of horse. WTBR. Nothing but old 45s. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, Pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and potter your cute little Pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you, yes I do, you and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, pussycat, you're so thrilling and I'm so willing to for you So go and make up your big little pussycat eyes Pussycat, pussycat I love you Yes, I do You and your pussycat eyes What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, Pussycat, pussycat, you're delicious And if my wishes can all come true I'll soon be kissing your sweet little pussycat lips Pussycat, pussycat, I love you Yes, I do You and your pussycat lips You and your pussycat eyes and your pussycat No
Lesson there from Donovan. Welcome back to the second half of this nothing but old 45 special. I'm calling British Invasion Part 2. And boy, do I have some great songs lined up for you. That was Donovan and his 1968 hit, Jennifer Juniper. It wasn't a huge hit for the Scotland native, landing at only number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, but it was one of 12 U.S. hits Donovan had between 1965 and 1969. Not only was Donovan a singer-songwriter, he was also an actor who appeared in several motion pictures, including the 1978 musical Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I'll open a set with Tom Jones and one of his first hit records for him in the United States. What's New Pussycat? Landed at a solid number three for the British performer during the summer of 1965 and was one of 19 hits Tom Jones had in the United States. Tom Jones is amazing. His musical career has spanned six decades. He's also a Las Vegas star, performing there between 1967 and 2011. He also appeared as himself in several TV shows and movies, including The Simpsons, and the 1996 American comic science fiction movie, Mars Attacks. Nothing but 44. Over bridge of sights To rest my eyes in shades of green Under dreaming spots To Ichiku Park, that's where I what did you do? 
they all come out to cool about be nice and have fun and the same I tell you what I'll do what will you I'd do? like to go there now with you you can miss out school what that be why go to learn the words of Sisters, 
Now, there's a group that even I thought was an American group, but they're not. <laughs> that was Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas and their number seven 1964 hit, Little Children. I think it was the Dakotas in their name that fooled me and a lot of other people. Billy J. Kramer was indeed from Great Britain and had a total of four hits in the United States, all in 1964. Now, he was also managed by Brian Epstein, who managed the Beatles. Off of the set with another British invasion band, The Small Faces, and their number 16 hit in the United States, Ichiku Park. The 1968 hit was just one of three the British group had in the U.S. between 1968 and 1972. The band broke up in 1969, but reformed for a while with none other than Rod Stewart providing lead vocals on their 1971 hit, I Know I'm Losing You. Nothing but old 45. WTBR.
And their 1964 number 16 hit in the United States, I Don't Want to See You Again. Peter and Gordon were part of the initial British invasion of bands that included the Beatles and Rolling Stones, and they had quite a few hits in the U.S. between 1964 and 1967. I opened the set with Procol Harum and their 1972 number 16 hit in the United States, Conquistador. The British group has been credited with creating the symphonic rock sound of the early 70s with hits like the one you just heard, plus a wider shade of pale. 
Remember that one? The symphonic rock sound itself was influenced by Baroque and classical music. Conquistador was recorded in front of a live audience with a full orchestra. Now, back in the early 1960s, it wasn't just the bands from England that were invading United States radio. There were a lot of groups from Australia that were taking advantage of the British invasion in the United States. Here's a couple of hit records from Australia. Monday morning feels so bad Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my own man looks good Wednesday just don't go There's an old Australian stockman lying, dying. And he gets himself up onto one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered round and he says, Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me wallabies feed all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Keep me cockatoo cool, curl. Keep me cockatoo cool. Oh, don't go actin' a fool, curl. Just keep me cockatoo cool all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. 
me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. And take me koala back, Jack. Take me koala back. He lives somewhere out on the track, Mac. So take me koala back all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. And mind me platypus duck, Bill. Mind me platypus duck. Oh, don't let him go running amok, Bill. Just mind me platypus duck all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Play your didgeridoo, blue. Play your didgeridoo. Oh, like, keep playing till I shoot through, blue. Play your didgeridoo. All together now, time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Tan me hide when I'm dead, Fred. Tan me hide. When I'm dead, so we tanned his hide when he died, Clyde, and that's it hanging on the shed all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. There you go, Rolf Harris and his 1963 number three hit in the United States, "Tie Me Kangaroo Down, Sport." Rolf Harris developed a distinctive sound with a homemade instrument he called a wobble board, a two-by-three-foot piece of hardboard. Timey Kangaroo Down is considered by some to be one of the best-known and most-remembered Australian songs. I opened the set with the Easy Beats and their one and only hit in the United States, Friday on My Mind. The peppy song for the Australian group landed at number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the U.S. in the spring of 1967. Well, that does it for the British Invasion Part 2. Hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed putting those records on the turntables. I'm Larry Cracker, your host. Give us a like on Facebook. Take care, everybody. Talk to you later. Nothing but old 45s, class of 1971. Welcome to a Nothing But Old 45 special, The Class of 1971, a musical review of that year. I'm Larry Cracker, your host for this special, and I'll be playing a lot of hit records from 1971 for a variety of reasons. That could be the year you graduated from high school or college. Maybe you got married and started a family. But in either case, 1971 may be special to you. And in the next hour, you'll be hearing a lot of songs that may cause you to turn up the volume a little bit. Now, during the show, I'll also be presenting some fascinating historical facts about 1971. So, get ready for an hour of great music on this Nothing But Old 45's Class of 1971 special.
busted flat in Baton Rouge Waiting for a train And us feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained And rode us all the way into New Orleans I pulled my harpoon Out of my dirty red bandana I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues Windshield wiper slapping time I was holding Bobby's hand in mine We sang every song that driving knew Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing, I mean nothing, honey, if it ain't free
Welcome to a Nothing But Old 45 special. I'm calling the class of 1971, a musical review of that year. That was Janis Joplin and a number one song from 1971 for her, Me and Bobby McGee. Now, many of you may say, wasn't that after she died? Well, you would be correct. Columbia Records released Me and Bobby McGee after her death in October of 1970, and it zoomed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles record chart. Alvin is set with the Rolling Stones and their number one hit from May of 1971, Brown Sugar. It was the opening track to their hit album, Sticky Fingers, and has become one of the Rolling Stones' signature songs. In fact, Rolling Stone magazine placed it in their list of 500 greatest songs of all times. Historically, in 1971, the cost of everything was going up. Well, it always does. For example, first-class U.S. postage stamps went from $0.04 in 1970 to $0.08 in 1971. The cost of gasoline was beginning to go up as well. It went up to about $0.40 a gallon for regular, depending on where you bought it. Oh, and a movie ticket would cost you about a buck fifty. Class of 1971. And the sign said, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. He said, you look like a fine, upstanding young man. I think you do. So I took off my hat I said, imagine that. So I jumped on the fence and he yelled at the house Hey, what gives you the right To put up a fence to keep me out Or to keep Mother Nature in If God was here to tell you to your face Man, you're some kind of sinner
just so sorry, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. But there's no one left at home, and I believe I'm gonna rain. So sorry, but we haven't heard a thing all day. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. But if anything should happen, we'll be sure to give a ring.
Well, the Beatles may have broken up by 1971, but they all went on amazing solo careers. And Paul McCartney is a pretty good example of that. That was the story about Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey from Paul McCartney and Wings. The song from the debut Wings album zoomed to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart during the summer of 1971. And it was a little unusual because of its length, almost five minutes long on a 45 RPM record. I opened the set with the five-man electrical band and their number three hit from July 1971, Signs. It was one of two hit records the Canadian group would have in the United States. They had a lot of other hits for them in their home country of Canada. Historically, in 1971, the digital age began with the invention of something called a microprocessor. Now, they were pretty expensive at the time, but like everything else, they dropped in price as they became more in demand. Today, they're in all our favorite electronic devices, from cell phones to computers and everything in between. Class of 1971. In 1971, an Australian singer had her first hit record in the States. Here's Olivia. If not for you, babe, I couldn't even find the door. I couldn't even see the floor. I'd be sad and blue if not for you. See me wide away The day would surely have to break It would not be new If not for you If not for you My sky will fall Rain
mistaking the sound of The Who and their number 15 1971 hit, We Won't Get Fooled Again. The Who joined the musical British invasion of the United States late in 1967 to be exact, but by 1971 they were well established. Now I'm sure you're familiar with the Who's rock opera Tommy, but the song you just heard, We Won't Get Fooled Again, was written for another rock opera by The Who that never got off the ground. I opened the set with Olivia Newton-John and her first U.S. hit record, If Not For You, which hit number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in 1971. The song was originally written and recorded by Bob Dylan back in 1970, but it was Olivia Newton-John's version that we remember. Historically, in October of 1971, Walt Disney World opened in Florida. Construction of Disney World actually began in 1967, but Walt Disney himself passed away before construction began. He never saw the magical kingdom he dreamed of creating. Class of 1971.
Whenever I hear that song, all I can visualize is a recording studio full of folks having a lot of fun. That was Delaney and Bonnie and their 1971 number 13 hit, Never Ending Song of Love. Delaney and Bonnie were a husband and wife folk duo who only had two top 40 hits and then divorced in 1973. And during that time, they worked with some of the greats of the music world, like George Harrison, Greg Allman, and Eric Clapton, to name a few. I opened the set with Rare Earth and their number seven hit from the summer of 1971, I Just Want to Celebrate. It was one of six hits the group would have between 1970 and 1978. I Just Want to Celebrate was used in various national advertising campaigns over the years, including commercials for the Ford Motor Company and AT&T. Historically, in 1971, when those songs were on our radios, some of our favorite TV shows included The Mary Tyler Moore Show, The Odd Couple, and The Partridge Family. Popular movies at the box office included the James Bond film Diamonds Are Forever and the musical Fiddler on the Roof. Well, taking a look at the clock here, I'm halfway through this special edition of Nothing But Old 45s, I'm calling the Class of 1971. I'm going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more from 1971. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. (laughs) You know, it's good to talk to people you love who are so far away. Just to hear the sound of their voice can make your whole day, and theirs too. That's what long distance is all about. E.T. phone home. We're sorry, your call did not go through. Will you please try your call again? Oh, poop. Direct distance dialing with saw blades, speak and spell, and umbrella is affordable in your area, even less in some galaxies. ET&T. Phone home. Well, it's that time of year again. Time for the kids to get out and enjoy the great out of doors. But you say you aren't going to have time to take them? Well, you're in luck. It's time to send your favorite little summer marauder to Camp Hiawamco. Camp Hiawamco, nestled in the wooded foothills of the Appalachians. Coming by car, it's right between point of interest and historical site, just south of Rest Area and west of Scenic Overlook, Pennsylvania. Here's what a happy alumni has to say about Camp Hiawamco. Well, I first went there, I didn't think I was going to like it, but then I learned about girls from my counselor. We used to hear him and the girls' counselor in Cabin 3 making funny noises in the bushes. Singing around the campfire, fishing, swimming, and canoeing in a pond fed by the spring surrounding three Mile Island. The Indians call it Lake of Glowing Water. Mom and Dad, you can have a nice quiet summer this year, too. Or as the Wamakashi Indians say, Uma Quatsnot Rupala Nushnush. Literally translated meaning, may you have a warm thought without getting soot in your teepee. Camp Hiawamco. WTBR. Class of 1971. used to dance for the money they'd throw Mama would do whatever he could Preach a little gospel Sell a couple bottles of Dr. Good Gypsies, tramps and thieves We'd hear it from the people of the town They'd call us Gypsies, tramps 
Welcome to the second half of this Nothing But Old 45 special, the class of 1971, and that was former Beatle Ringo Starr and his first hit as a solo artist, It Don't Come Easy, which landed at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart in May of 1971. Ringo Starr had a talented producer for that song who also played guitar on the record, his old buddy, George Harrison. I opened the set with Cher and one of her many hit records as a solo artist. In October of 1971, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves became a number one hit for Cher on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. Of course, Cher went on to have many, many more hit records in the years to come. Historically, in 1971, NPR, or National Public Radio, began broadcasting nationwide in April 1971. Cigarette advertising on television in the United States ended, and the delivery service FedEx began operation. It gave UPS some competition. WTBR. Class of 1971. Last night I had a crazy dream about a chick in a black bikini. Mm. Oh, she looked so good, she couldn't be real. She must be a magic genie But she disappeared around the corner All I saw were three doors and the top of her bikini I made it through the first door, there was a party going on I asked about the chick, but what they said was free Chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom, don't you just love it Chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom, don't you just love it I found the bottom part behind the second door, which took me to Africa, I presume. This really far I can was screaming half crazy.
That is an L.A. group by the name of The Honey Cone. And their number one hit record from 1971, Want Ads. The song also hit number one on the Billboard R&B record chart that year. Honey Cone blasted onto the record charts with three hit records in 1971, but only one in 1972. You may not know this, but Honeycone was an all-girl group. And despite their success in 1971, they disbanded by 1973. I opened a set with a one-hit wonder from a Cleveland, Ohio singer-songwriter. Daddy Dewdrop, Chick-a-Boom, is what the song was called. It was a pretty good hit, too. Landing at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 singles record chart in April 1971. Daddy Dewdrop's real name was Richard Monda, and he made a living from writing music for a CBS Saturday morning cartoon show back then called The Groovy Ghoulies. Historically, in 1971, a couple of board games were introduced, and they're still popular today. The games of Battleship and Operation were introduced. Now, a buzzer would go off as you tried to remove various parts of the patient's body in the game of Operation. Here's a little piece of a Milton Bradley commercial for Operation. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side... <laughs> Here goes a funny bone. Oops. Class of 
That's George Harrison and his first hit record as a solo artist, My Sweet Lord. It was a huge hit for the former Beatle, reaching number one at the end of 1970 and staying at number one during January 1971, which is why I included it on this show. I opened the set with Sly and the Family Stone and their number one hit from November of 1971, Family Affair. The song was also a number one hit on the Billboard R&B record chart for a total of five weeks. Wow. Historically, in 1971, when those two songs were on radio, cassette recorders were really catching on, and many of you may have used them to record your favorite songs right off the radio. Yeah, you can do that and get away with it. <laughs> okay, time for one more song here on this edition of Nothing yes. But Old 45. Yeah, here comes Amos. Amos, yes. Now, Amos Moses was a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. They hunted alligator for a living. He just knock him in the head with a stone. The Louisiana law gonna get you, Amos. It ain't legal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. Everybody blamed his old man for making him mean as a snake. When Amos Moses was a boy, his daddy would use him for alligator bait. Tie a rope around his waist and throw him in the swamp. anymore. Jerry Reed and his number eight hit from January 1971, Amos Moses. Jerry Reed was a country western singer-songwriter who you may remember as the truck driver in the 1977 movie Smokey and the Bandit. He was always on the CB radio. Move on a bit, good buddy, because the snowman is coming through. Now, historically in 1971, the voting age in the United States was lowered to 18 years of age when the 26th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified. Now remember to get out and vote wherever you live. Well, I hope you enjoyed this Class of 1971 musical reunion. I'm Larry Cracker, your host. Give us a like on Facebook, and we'll talk to you next time.